I want to talk wait times because wait times are always an important topic, but even more so as we slowly emerge from a pandemic that is not showing any signs of slowing down, and wait times are a growing issue in the London region. For example, new data from the Ontario Medical Association shows if you are in need of a hip or knee surgery in London, residents are waiting longer than recommended, 77% longer than provincial targets for hip surgery and 33 to 86% longer for knee surgery. The wait for MRIs is 84% longer. This is all compounded by the fact we have a doctor shortage in London and St. Thomas. Currently, there are postings for 94 doctors in the region. To talk about this, we're joined by Dr. Sherrod Ray, Chair of the Local Ontario Medical Association District. Thanks for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on the call. Looking over the numbers for wait times in London, uh, the numbers are not good. How serious is this? Well, let me put it this way. If we had hospitals operating at 120% capacity. It would take the healthcare system 31 months to clear the backlog of knee replacements, 26 months for cataract surgeries, 19 months for hip replacements, and 16 months for cardiac bypass surgery. So these are pretty dire numbers. It's never good to have a wait list for any type of surgery or procedure, but are there degrees of bad when we're talking, you know, hip and knee surgeries in particular? I mean, those are serious, uh, you know, ailments. Our healthcare system was bad pre-pandemic. Uh, I would encourage your listeners to go to aldam.ca. That's L-D-A-M, as in Mike, dot C-A. Have a look for yourself what uh, patients were saying pre-pandemic. Uh, the wait times were excruciating. The burden on Ontario's patients is extraordinary. Uh, people are suffering, uh, waiting for procedures that they need. And until, honestly, you have gone through that yourself, it's really difficult to appreciate uh, the enormous pain uh, associated waiting for a procedure. There are 94 postings for uh, doctors in the uh, London and St. Thomas area. Even if we were to fill half of those, how big of a difference would that make? I think it would make a huge difference. We know that we have over a million Ontarians who are waiting for family doctors. Uh, every day I am hearing reports about patients who cannot access care uh, in the London and surrounding areas. So, you know, we are overdue for um, a revamp of how we think about healthcare uh, delivery. Uh, the OMA, uh, for example, is proposing the creation of integrated ambulatory centers. It's a, a new fully publicly funded model of care that would shift uh, many non-emergency less complex surgeries to outpatient centers, and they would provide OIP-insured medical services and work uh, in concert with hospitals to help patients safely return home uh, the same day. So we need, we need uh, innovative solutions uh, for these, and the OMA has a five-point plan for better health care, which I would encourage um, all, your, uh, all, your reader, all your listeners rather to uh, to have a look at. 
We talked about that plan a little while ago when it when it first came out. Uh, are you hearing, you know, progressive ideas from any of the parties on this? We're about to go into an election here. This is an opportune time to have this discussion. Well, I think all of you know, obviously this is a major issue uh, for Ontarians, and I think all of the parties have uh, a stance on health care. I think even more important, uh, it's up to your listeners to take that up with the candidates in their area. So I would encourage all of your listeners, ask those questions uh, of your candidates. Ask them how they plan to enact uh, the prescription for Ontario, uh, the doctor's five-point plan for better health care. We have the solutions. We just need the people who are running for office, the people who are elected for office, whatever political party they are, to enact them. We are in a pandemic that has put significant strain on our capacity, on our hospitals, our health care system. Uh, that pandemic is not ending anytime soon. We've seen the impact it's had on wait times. Are we learning lessons from this, or are we kind of in this holding pattern? I feel we're not really learning some of the lessons we've been talking about with the obvious needs that we've seen present themselves over the past 24 months plus. Well, to put that into perspective, the COVID-19 pandemics created a backlog of almost 21 million patient services. It's going to take months, uh, in some cases years, uh, to clear. That backlog includes more than a million surgeries uh, and a lot of preventive health care, including cancer screening, mammograms, colonoscopies, and diagnostic tests such as MRIs and CT scans. Um, and if there's one thing we've learned is that we need to put more emphasis on preventive health care and the backlog in one area of the healthcare system, such as waiting for an MRI, can show up in another area of the healthcare system. Because guess what? You can't get a knee replacement until you've had the MRI done of your knee. So uh, we need to, I think the lesson is we have to work on multiple areas of the healthcare system simultaneously. And again, you know, I'd encourage your view, viewers, uh, your listeners rather just Google search, you know, prescription for Ontario, uh, the doctor's five point plan for better health care. And they'll see for themselves the solutions are there. We just need our officials to act on them. Do we have uh, the staff, the doctors, the nurses, everyone else uh, uh, to, to enact some of those plans? Uh, we definitely need more family doctors. Uh, I, you mentioned yourself, we uh, in the London area need around 100 uh, new family doctors joining the system. Uh, we need uh, more of those uh, independent ambulatory care centers that I spoke about uh, to help address that backlog. And again, it would be a fully, uh, you know, OHIP-covered outpatient center that would shift all those non-emergency, less complex uh, surgeries to outpatient centers. Uh, so there are there are things that we can do, and we just need our elected officials to act on them. We will follow it closely. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks. That's Dr. Sherrod Ray, chair of the local Ontario Medical Association District.